So this is why it is imperative to be mindful and really understand our thinking pattern because it will give us a certain level of self-knowledge. See, knowing who or what is controlling our mind and understanding the realm of possibilities of what you can do when you direct your mind in the direction of your choice is the definition of power. Self-knowledge is that power. Hello and welcome to the Afterflow Glow Where You Can Only Grow, a podcast that helps people align their true self with their true purpose and create realities beyond their wildest imagination. I'm your host, Dor Dorngorapol, and we are going to take you one step closer toward that alignment, one podcast at a time. Enjoy the ride. We are on our ninth episode and today's podcast is on how our way of thinking dictates the quality of life we live. I believe there is a huge connection between the life we are currently living and the sort of mental barriers or freedom we are operating in depending on our way of thinking. It might not be totally our fault how we got to think the way we are thinking right now, but it is definitely our responsibility to change it if it's not benefiting us. So. Let's get into today's episode. Have you ever found yourself totally closing yourself out of a certain experience or ruling out certain opportunities at first and then after something or someone convinced you to give it a go, then you find out that the experience was a blast. Have you ever done that? Well, we do this all the time. We exhaust our options in our mind and based on our mental simulation of that experience, if that mental experience is not pleasing enough, we conclude that we are better off not engaging in that experience. And on the other hand, on the other hand, if the mental simulation is good, if our projected experience of that activity or event is good, we get excited and we are now eager to relieve that experience practically. You see, us humans are one of the few creatures who leave the moment and occasion in our mind before we actually leave them in reality. And I say one of the few creatures intentionally because we have other brothers and sisters of species who have this same capability as well. Our thinking pattern can create or destroy our lives. You see, our mind can be a curse and a blessing at the same time. And I say it can be blessing in a sense that we can avoid a lot of negative obstacle or needless headache if we can foresee in our mind that the situation will bring about misery and unpleasant result. Alternatively, it can be a curse in a sense that we can restrict our life with so many limiting beliefs and operate way below our potential just because we are afraid of the unknown on the other side of the fence. So this is the focus of our today's podcast. Majority of people are limited by their way of thinking and therefore are operating way below their capabilities and potential. I believe a poor mindset and a terrible way of thinking it's like a disease, if not worse. At Afterflow Globe, we want to help people treat this disease. Our mission is to help 4 million people align their true self with their true purposes by 2030 and help them create realities beyond their wildest imagination. One of the ways we can do this, I believe, is by making sure people remove the mental barrier put on them by the world, by the matrix, by the society, and any other barriers we put on ourselves through our negative way of thinking 
which make us inferior to ourselves. You see, one of our biggest assets, if not the biggest, is our mind. Many people don't know the infinite powers of our mind. It is not a question of if we can control our mind because we can actually control our mind. We just have to learn how to. Those who have their mind working for them, those who tap into the higher dimension of their mind, are moving mountain because they understand that their mind have infinite ramp of possibilities. The simplest way to put it is this. We are our thoughts. As I mentioned in one of our previous episodes, our thoughts control our feelings and our feelings control our emotion, which then goes on to control our action and behaviors. So you see now why controlling our thought is absolutely essential. There was a moment in my life when I believed this is not even possible. But with many years of commitment and self-disciplinary programming on my mind using the three meditation techniques, which are mindfulness meditation, affirmation meditation, and visualization meditation, I made a personal breakthrough. You see, controlling our thought is a must. It is a must because we are what we think about every day. This is a known fact backed up by many years of studies and research. There is a constant agreement across many fields, philosophers, thinkers, psychologists, and many other scientists of different generations continuously agree on this one particular magic secret. And that is, we are who we constantly think about. We are our thought, my people. And do you know the saddest part? The sad thing is that the majority of people are unknowingly letting other men control their thoughts. And what happens when you give another person your basket at fruit picking? Well, they can load it up with some rotten fruit which will affect the other good one in the same basket. If you don't take out the rotten fruit in the same basket, then it is a matter of time before the rest goes bad. Our mind is that basket and it is constantly loaded with rotten fruit and it is our responsibility to take out those rotten fruit and replace them with the fresh one because when we don't, when we don't do this, the consequences are major. Today, there are many people, there are many people suffering from many inferiorities complex than those who are free from such. And yes, of course, like I said earlier, it might not be our fault how we got to this mess but we must assume a full responsibility as soon as we recognize this because getting getting ourselves out of that mess is our responsibility see our mind is our world control it and you can easily control the world around you and most importantly the world within you the truth is that it is within our reach it is within our power to control our thoughts and more than ever more than ever it is not optional it is important that we do so because our thoughts form a concrete belief system which eventually become the reality of who we are, that which become our self-image. Any images we hold of ourselves long enough, both negative and positive self-images, are who we are today. So this is why it is imperative to be mindful and really understand our thinking pattern because it will give us a certain level of self-knowledge. See, knowing who or what is controlling our mind and understanding the realm of possibilities of what you can do when you direct your mind in the direction of your choice is the definition of power. Self-knowledge is that power. It is the tool to reach our highest potential in pursuit of our truest purpose. You see, if you are a person vulnerable to criticism, you must elevate your self-knowledge. 
See, sometimes the reason why we operate way below our potential is because of the basic fear of criticism. Me personally, I had to overcome that fear by citing counter-affirmation. Now I'm in a space, mental space, where if someone give me unjustified criticism, I would say this to them. I would say, if you are going to judge me unfairly, please do so behind the curtain, do so behind the closed door, and don't let that part of you that need healing be exposed in the public. Or maybe, maybe that's what you really need in order to heal. I would say stuff like that. You see, I don't take accountability for the thing outside of my control. This means I must know what I control and what I don't. I know I'm in control of my thoughts and my response to anything being projected to me by other people and the world. And with this level of self-knowledge, I am able to honestly and politely decline any projection that is not me. That does not define me even though those projections might be something nice, something kind, or something sweet. I don't want any of it if it's not who I stand for. And also, also, I know that I am not in control of whatever other people think of me or how they treat me. I am only in control of my response to those projections, those treatments. I mean, I can try to influence that, but there's no guarantee that the messages of influence will be well received, especially if the person is not in the receiving state for whatever reason. So, in general, we are mostly in charge of all the factors exiting our system. Our emotional and physical response to things is what we are in charge of. And when you notice, when you understand this fact, then you understand that how you treat others speak volume about you and not the other person being treated that way. To get here though, to reclaim these powers of our mind that I have just been talking about, especially if you have been conditioned to live a certain way, it takes a huge commitment to doing inner work. To be able to think like this and have a mental shift where you see abundant and infinite possibilities of your potential, there is no way other than doing inner work. You need to have a phenomenal and have an uncheckable relationship with your inner self. Your inner self is your ideal. If you are always fighting with your inner self, you are destined to enter into a meaningless void where your world could shatter your system. But a person who is in alignment and in congruent with their inner self have both wealth and health. Both wealth and health are analogous to one another. And when I say wealth, I mean, you know, spiritual wealth because material wealth is a byproduct of a, of a spiritual wealth. And it all begins with being conscious. Just like when you want to be wealthy, it begins with being wealth conscious and understanding and knowing that you are abundantly wealthy already. The same applies to health. If you want to be at optimal health, you must be health conscious. You have to be thinking abundant in the sense that you have it all. You see, all of this is started in our mind. The infinite intelligence of our subconscious mind is the gateway to which we request and accomplish our dreams. All the other material things you see in the world today are manifestation of the images someone else had in their mind once upon a time. We are one way or another living someone else's dream. I believe nothing is absolutely real but only our established belief make anything real. Realities are co-created in our mind first as dream or pictures or sometimes we even inherit some realities from others. So the question is, whose reality are you living? 
To me, one of the biggest realizations that I've ever heard is recognizing that nothing is absolutely real, nothing is entirely real, and concluding that I must therefore strategically create my realities or choose to burn or curve others' realities to suit my liking, to suit my own ideal life I want to live. And so this put me in a creator position to say, I can create or manifest anything in life, anything I want. To put this realization into perspective, let's put it this way. Every artificial element of this thing we call life, the houses, the mansion, cars and plane, the structure of society, family tradition, cultural practice, money systems, businesses and enterprises and so forth. All of these were ideas which were once in someone else's mind. They were simply a dream at some point. And then one day, one day, they all become a manifestation. So today, much of these are crucial. They are a crucial part of our realities because we enjoy their existence, their present. We can choose to live the exact reality that someone else uh, designed or created for us long time ago, which is exactly what most people are doing. Or we can choose to modify that reality to get the version that will make our life slightly different. Or, or we can flip it and redesign our ultimate purpose with all the elements of realities that please us and live uniquely. There are a few people living the latter, but it is, it is definitely within reach of everyone's. So if there are a few points to take away from this podcast, let them be these three messages. One, we are our thoughts. Our way of thinking can dictate the quality of life we live. Secondly, make sure you have an unshakable bond with your inner self. Make sure you form a formidable relationship with your inner self. And you can do this. You can do this by doing inner work. It might take a while. It might take some time. But you will thank yourself later for it. Thirdly, nothing is real. Know that nothing is totally real. Only what you believe to be real is real. So be selective of your influence because they can distort your belief system and hand you the reality that may not suit you. Just know that you are the main co-creator of your life. If you like the content we are publishing on our channel, be sure to leave us feedback on our website www.afterflowglow.com or send us a message on our Instagram page, afterflowglow. We appreciate your support in our mission to help 4 million people align their true self with their true purpose by 2030. See you on the next episode.